Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. First off, uh, sorry there wasn't an episode last week. Real life is a little busy at the minute with the end of term coming. I'm hoping that over the summer I'll be able to get back uh, not just to writing these very regularly and recording them, but also to doing some short stories on my Patreon, so uh, you can watch that space. Uh, Until then, here's the second part of uh, this three-parter, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. The Dimming, Part 2 The train to Centrum was a cramped affair, barely room for Joanna to sit herself and have a bag on her lap, and she passed it sandwiched between a thin, black-bearded man who reeked of cigar smoke and a woman who wouldn't stop talking about her puppies. Joanna hugged her pack to herself, chewing on her upper lip as she considered her family. When the train finally squealed into Centrum's central station, the sun was long down. Her brain feeling as though it was filled with cotton wool, Joanna stumbled out onto the muggy streets and began to make her way back to the House of Healing where she'd left her mother. The buildings were so different here in the city, even closer together and towering over each other where they weren't broken down. The folk, too, were different, bustling, heads down, always on their way to somewhere. The smell that lingered in the air was one part body odour, one part cloying smoke, and one part rotting something or other. She repressed a shudder and quickened her pace. The House of Healing had a queue outside it, a large rabbit uplift stopping people at the door. She was flanked by two humans, both dressed in some sort of light, thin clothing that covered their entire body leaving just their faces clear. Joanna joined the line behind a man with his arm in a sling as the line moved slowly forward. Gradually, though, she became aware that each person in the line was being turned away, and she watched with sinking heart as the line grew shorter. Finally, the rabbit beckoned her forward. Name? Joanna Cooper. Reason for visiting? My mother, she's being treated here. She's got yellow lung. I got a letter this morning to say she was worse. Joanna looked past the rabbit into the hallway. I need to see her, please. And where have you come in from today? Little Grange. The effect on the rabbit's attendants was immediate. They stepped forward, arms outstretched. Drop the bag, miss. Arms down. Joanna cringed back. What's going on? Why can't I go in? Let them check you over, the rabbit said. Don't worry, just stay calm. Trembling, Joanna submitted. One of the two attendants moved her bag away, dusting it with some kind of white powder, while the other one took a wooden stick tipped with a small cotton cloth and stepped closer. Lift your arms, he said. He rubbed the cotton under her arms and then plunged the cloth into a nearby bucket. It was filled with liquid, she saw. The attendant watched whatever was happening in the bucket intensely for a moment, then shook his head. She's clean. Bag too. The rabbit nodded, 
What is going on? Joanna snatched her bag back and slung it onto her shoulder. What is all this? There's an outbreak of an illness, the rabbit said, lowering his voice. A disease. It affects uplifts, but so far only in a small area of the country. An area that includes Little Grange, I'm afraid. The Guild of Chemics gave us this serum to test anyone coming in. Joanna's skin crawled as she listened. Those other people, they were all infected? No, no. But we're not currently accepting any more patients either. There's been a general recall of yellow dust supplies. Don't worry, the rabbit said, whiskers twitching. We'll get it back soon enough. We're a house of healing. They'll surely prioritise us. But you don't know, Joanna murmured. She shook her head. What are the symptoms of this illness? Uh, lethargy, docility, a general decrease in mental function. And it's permanent. The rabbit simply shrugged. But, but what about Brock, she thought. And what about me if I tell them he's displaying those symptoms? She closed her mouth and walked past the rabbit without daring to meet his golden eyes. Inside, the building smelled of harsh cleaning scents, failing to cover up the smell of sickness. She followed the directions of a passing healer, leading her down a long corridor, until she arrived at a small room with only a single bed in it. The figure on the bed seemed to have aged overnight. Mother, Joanna whispered, moving to the side of the bed. Her mother's cheeks were almost grey, her chest was the only movement and that slight at best. Joanna took the woman's thin hand in her own and rubbed it to try and bring some warmth back to it. A movement in the doorway caught her eye, and she turned to see one of the healers. She was dressed in a simple brown robe and was holding her hands clasped tightly in front of her. I'm sorry, she said, and Joanna felt her legs turn to water beneath her. I'm so sorry. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 